What if you were walking on the street? Nope. <laughs> Spend a week throughout the week you take notes yeah well right throughout the week i take notes and we talk about those notes but then we recorded episode 47 just like three days ago and then yesterday we hung out which is also a thing we rarely uh-huh. do and we talked about all the things that i wanted to talk about like how old keanu reeves is and what the origin of the phrase you don't say might be you don't say yeah it's a little known little known that when an episode is done recording we silently gather our materials we yeah. put we put them in our set in our briefcases <laughs> we roll them up and we exit studio <laughs> 1.75 we do not speak and we do not speak till the next time <laughs> also i'm not allowed to make eye contact with you never <laughs> throughout this process never look at my feet no please it's the one thing i'll ask um you're so tall though i'm a lot closer to your feet than i am well i'll put them on the table which makes it weird <laughs> yeah casey what are we doing here what are we doing here bo we're here recording telefriends episode 48 it's a podcast where we listen to the messages our callers leave at 304-518 jams jams i've heard all these calls you haven't heard any of them that is true it's an interesting week <laughs> oh good this, this bodes well <laughs> l- 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 like like has been said before we we had a quick turnaround on this one we did we super did yeah it's this is a this is a tight this is a tight one sorry and i want to say thanks to our callers they really came through word because like they the inbox looked nice there was there was good options that's awesome yeah we can't literally can't make the show without the callers but one thing that helped is i totally skipped a call last week and forgot about it awesome so let's start off that one it's call number seven hey tell friends it's lydia um, so I just wanted to lay down some interesting things for you to talk about. Cool. I, um, I helped set up a wedding this past weekend and, um, I had to organize a bookshelf at this girl's house because her bookshelf is pretty messy and it was in her house and blah, blah, blah. So we wanted to make it look like she was really smart and great and everything like that. Um, and her mom was there, bookshelf. and her mom was also getting rid of some books. And one of them, which I snatched up like the last Pokemon game at Walmart. I don't know what I'm talking about. Nope. <laughs> um, was the North American Guide to Nude Recreation. Whoa. The most comprehensive listing of nude recreation resorts and clubs. Ooh. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I never nudely recreated. But um, I know that this is something you guys would probably do as maybe the last thing in the world. I don't oh, even, okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what it would take to uh, get you guys in a nude resort. Oh, man. <laughs> With your family, I guess? Uh, I don't know. Totally weird. Anyway, um, so imagine that you're on a tropical island and everybody's tan, everybody's nice, you're eating like nice vegetarian food and mm. whatever. There's like chill music playing all around and it's lovely. And everybody's naked. 
Um, so there's concept of like how much would I have to pay you to be in this situation, and I would say you guys would both say somewhere in the millions of dollars, but I don't want to do that. Instead, I want to know what you would barter for. So like say you um where am i going to carry it you, whatever uh, i get you would go and nude recreate and then someone would have to give you something or some experience in return <laughs> what do you think that would be home slices okay have a wonderful day talk to you soon bye thank you i mean bye oh. <laughs> <laughs> she had to get to her signature bye signature sign off thanks lydia Yo, what do you, you're going to, how long do you have to, let's, you got to spend a, a three day weekend. Three day weekend. Yeah. Now, is this by myself? Because I can't speak for my family. It's just you. Do I know people at this place? No. Well, if, if we're a package deal, wink, then, uh, <laughs> then I'm there too. Wieners, I get it. <laughs> so, okay. First, the first scenario is, is what does Casey need? Yes. To go by himself. The second scenario is what is what do the telefriends need as a collective to be there? And it's got to be an, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything I want that bad. <laughs> like, I, I really can't think of anything that makes me... Like a new car. I'm good, man. Three days? Three days, naked. And I have can... to, like, go do... I have to, like, go do beach volleyball. volleyball. And, yeah, like, for fucking... sure. Why was volleyball the, the go-to of bending over. <laughs> Picking up that ball. Lots of exertion. I don't know if my shame about society outweighs my shame about myself. I don't know which I'd be angrier at. <laughs> so you're actually... I can't look... I can't just go inward because <laughs> that's a cesspool. Mm-hmm. Well, so, like, to get to her uh, concept that she rejected, what amount of money would it take? See, I don't know about that. I mean, $100,000. You never have to work the rest of your life. Sure, of course. Who's not going to do that? But realistically, in a unrealistic hypothetical, I don't know if you give me like a, a really nice vacation for like ten days somewhere, mm-hmm. I would do it. So Norway, yeah, vacation ten days in Norway, yeah. Like what if no, that was the deal? Paid. All right, what if this is the deal? They fly me to Norway. I spent three days yeah. in the nudist camp. <laughs> That's even better because I don't know what no, the no, fuck. No, they're... no, no. What if it's fucking? You get the vacation of your dreams, all expenses paid, all inclusive. Okay, all of everything. But I have to be naked the whole time. Yep. Fuck that. I'm not going to enjoy a second of that. You wouldn't do it for a... What, what about a houseboat? Fuck. That's a nightmare hole. <laughs> How many times would I get up to check to make sure my boat was still tied to the dock? A night. How many times do you think, on average, seven hours of nighttime... Do you think... That you think I would get up and check to see if that boat was still tied to the thing? <laughs> Do you think you'd be a prisoner and as how do well? You, how do you sleep in a life jacket? <laughs> that's that's not made for sleeping. Would you feel like a prisoner, or like you had you could never? Do you would you feel like you could never get on the houseboat or get off? All I can imagine is waking <laughs> up and seeing the distant shore as my house, <laughs> me in it, floating away. <laughs> And well, knowing knowing what you the, can turn on the motors and fucking get back to will shore. i could i <laughs> or would i just just accept your fate put my head under the water and just go away <laughs> that's the, whoa that's the darkest thing i've ever heard on the show <laughs>
want to do. So what would it take for you? What could I give you? Would the Telefriends do it for a Studio 2.0? No. No. It'd have to be a pretty fucking nice studio. It would be dope. And there's, there there'd have to be like, like a, a fucking aquarium in the wall. And there's there'd like have to be an like engineer on staff. A heated floor and like <laughs> my kiwi apple on tap. <laughs> it would have to be centrally located. <laughs> it would have to not be 40 minutes from my house. <laughs> have to come with a nanny. Yeah. Yeah, I would do it for all that. What the fuck, man? I would do it. What if they're like, you get to spend a weekend hanging out with like a person you admire? Like Martha Stewart? I was thinking more somebody cooler. But <laughs> What if Jay-Z is like, come, come hang out with me for the weekend? I, it would just be me not talking. It would be fucking... Nah, you spend a weekend, but Friday would be weird. I would be Saturday, Donald Glover on Community meeting LeVar Burton, dude. I would be like, <laughs> fully mute. If he's like, yeah, I want, to sh- I want to show you what I do every day. What do you think he does all day every day? Who fucking knows? He speaks a language I don't understand probably yeah i imagine he like like i imagine that him and beyonce are chilling on the couch but it's not a couch they're just like buffeted by air jets that are you know what i'm saying like <laughs> they never actually touched the ground right like they're perfectly <laughs> it's like a zero g environment for them and that's what it'd be it'd be a, a jay-z weekend a long weekend mm-hmm. where part of it he just spends a home with his wife and kids you get to hang out with your wife and dog wait what am i doing you're just hanging out with him okay and he's just at the house yeah my house. Would that be worth or you could go to his house? Yeah, that's good. I would imagine you go to his house. He's got things to do. He's a little more important. He's got a cooler house. Yeah. Mm, maybe. We're assuming. We do assume a lot about Jay Z. <laughs> would you spend a weekend naked with strangers? To hang out with Jay Z? No, I think that would be the weirdest fucking deal ever. Because Jay would be like, dog, like. Did you hang out with naked people to do this? <laughs> I know. Does he know the deal? Yeah, he would have to, right? He, he puts it together. It he's a savvy businessman. What, what do you want? He'd say, what have you been up to? And you'd immediately talk about your nude camp. Yeah, I, I just got back from this naked camp, Jay. That's I don't pro- know. I, I would feel weird about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. What would I do? I mean, but I would do it. Is the a thing. Lambo? No. Who wants a fucking Lambo? <laughs> uh, I mean, I would get the Lambo to sell it so that I could like have the money. But That's a fun scenario. You know what? I would do it for <laughs> a fucking... You know what would be dope? is like a, a beach house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. What what are we where are we going from here? <laughs> we spent a lot of time naked. We spent a lot of time thinking about prizes for being naked. Yeah. I would never do it. No one would ever offer me anything to be naked for a while. <laughs> so last week we had our first uh probably real admission of crime. Yes. We had a expert call in with some thoughts about it with call number five. Hey telefriends. It is your uh, friendly telefriends legal support here. Yo. Thinking about Zach's situation from the call last week, and uh, since you all were posing the question, you wondered if uh, Zach could be held responsible legally for his actions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, while he would not be convicted of intentional arson, he could possibly be held responsible for negligent arson. And the standard would be Whoa. whether a reasonable person would have foreseen the injury to the property and taken preventative measures. I mean... Someone convicted of negligence versus intent would have a... would The degree of culpability would be less, and so they may have a less severe sentence. Okay. Um, but negligence is still a crime, dudes. Whoa. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Is would, would Luke have been? Excuse me, Zach have been held responsible? Oh, I what? did find a story because I was curious about this <gasps> about a um, a dude who worked in a fiberglass plant 
who was sentenced for negligent arson um, for flicking a lighter at a coworker who was washing his hands with acetone. So, uh, I mean, doesn't quite seem to be up. Yeah, he set that dude on fire for sure. (laughs) He's already in a fiberglass place. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Something to uh, to ponder. Have a good up. Bye. Yeah. Do you remember like when we started this show and our legal counsel like advised us on our first outgoing message as to be like fully like airtight? Yeah. <laughs> as far the as the same like... legal counsel told us like, hey, you should say like, we're recording this. We can use this. You're saying we can use it. I don't know what our outgoing message is anymore. I don't no. remember. I haven't heard it in a long time. I, I know that we call ourselves America's favorite Colin comedy podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I hate those guys. Hey. We should look up and see if there's any other call-in coffee podcasts and call in, call in on them. Yeah, there is, there's a couple. There are a couple. Let's call in on some. All right, I'm into that. Special up, a point five. We'll call in. You just hear us calling. We'll find a list of places <laughs> that will talk to you if you call them, and we'll just start calling them. Yeah, all right, I'm in. I only, I only really know of one. We'll call information. Oh, but there's also... Yeah, I know. All right, yeah. <laughs> That though that that reminds me. I was gonna, I wanted to say this. I was gonna say at the end of the show, but this is a preferred place. Okay. Anyone who's who can hear my voice, if any time during your day to day life you come across a working payphone word, I want that phone number. Yes. Call. Leave a message. Leave that phone number and where it's at. What's around the area? Yeah. It won't be a call I play, but no. we may call it one day on the show. <laughs> For an episode, we may call. Yeah. Until somebody answers. Maybe maybe every episode we'll just call it. If no one answers, no one answers. If they answer, we'll yeah. talk to them. Well, how many rings do we give it? Because it's not like it has a... Oh, we can chit-chat while it's ringing. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We might have to touch with the legal department and see. It has to be okay. If yeah. we're just like, you're on the air. Yeah. That's what you do at the radio on radio is like you say, you're on the air. Yeah. It's like if you open with like, hey, we're recording this. Yeah, I don't think our boy here is... I think I could be... I could walk in to a, to, to a courtroom and, you know fucking sl- stride into the courtroom uh what's the little fucking gate like kick open the little gate oh like the knee-high door or whatever <laughs> yeah, what the fuck the that's supposed to be for separates lawyers from regular people <laughs> only the, the uh, slightly out of shape can't get over it oh no uh, yeah like slap my fucking attache case on the table clack clack open it up point to my client and be like your honor people of the court what do you call the people of the court people of the court the jury. The, the jury is a thing. Yeah. If he goes to jury trial. I would point at my, my client with his uh, Spitfire Burn t-shirt and his tall black mohawk. Pause. If this goes to court yeah. and you allow your client to wear a Spitfire Burn shirt and his mohawk, yeah. you are a bad lawyer. No. Let me get to my, to my fucking opening statement. Uh... I would be like, yeah, your honor, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this uh, this character clearly has no reasonable expectation of anything. Like, <laughs> moving forward, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, uh, I move for, to dismiss. This dude obviously doesn't. Come on. Your honor, yeah. this guy's rubbing in our faces by wearing this shirt. <laughs> he knows what he did. I'm not even sure. You know what? He's lucky that we're doing negligent arson and not just straight up arson. No way. He showed up the next day wearing a shirt with <laughs> flames on it. <laughs> said burn. <laughs> I think you can get it. I, there's no way. There's no way. Opening statements. I'm done. Case closed. <laughs> See you in the streets. <laughs>
That was, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think our guy's getting off. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, it was unfortunately he was wearing that shirt the next day. It's hilarious though. But I don't think they're going to put it together and get to him in the same day. You know, right? No, I mean, right? You wouldn't be arrested and have your court date and never change your shirt and all that shit. Have you ever been arrested? No, neither. Neither. I've been detained for what? <laughs> <laughs> There's absolutely no segue to make for this with call number three. Hey, Telefam. It's Rachel. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Long time since I called. Uh, I did not swap on the solar eclipse like I was worried about. Thank goodness. Although, um, how would we know? I would really love to talk to a thirsty Worstel, whatever his name was about. Jeff Thirsty Worthy. Options for this screenplay he so cleverly titled, and he also cleverly helped him with. Uh, But I wanted to call and tell you about um, a technique. We named that movie, right? Yeah. That I really love to do when I'm cooking, whereby I can make uh, really sounds delicious food to styled me. egg sandwiches. Wait, wait. Uh, it's egg super sandwiches. simple. So, like, if I'm feeling lazy and I don't really want to make a full dinner or, like, I'm hungover and I need something to stop up everything in my stomach, uh, what I'll do is toast uh, two frozen waffles. Okay. Uh, just because they, like, are crunchy and delicious and... Damn can kind of set them and forget them and then you take one egg uh crack it into a cup or a mug whatever and like whisk it up with a fork so it's all scrambled right Mm -hmm. and then you take a non-stick pan put a little pat of butter in it and uh big pat whatever let that melt right so it coats the pan and then what you do is pour the egg into the pan so it's like as if you were making an omelet. As right? to cook it. Right. Uh, at this point, I like to put a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper in, and then I don't really disturb it uh, for like 30 seconds or so. Okay. So once you start to see the egg uh, like cooking, right, you see the white spots, it's getting more opaque versus like the translucent kind of runny stuff. Uh, what you do then is kind of take a really thin spatula, like a burger flipping kind of situation and you lift up one of the edges and tilt the pan so essentially what you're doing is taking whatever uncooked eggs on top and then yeah. like rolling it around the bottom right so eventually what you end up with is a solid disc of egg uh the next step is to then take your same super thin spatula right and then you uh fold the egg on itself so essentially it turns into like a little square cushion of delicious protein right uh by the time you finish this your uh waffles should be done toasting i like to just put a waffle down on the plate stick my egg on top uh maybe put a slice of cheddar uh, sure. maybe drizzle a little bit of maple syrup and sriracha on that top it with the other waffle eat it and feel good so your homework is to try that. Let me know how it goes. Bye. Okay. Did you bring the shit? No. Dog. That does sound good, though. Yeah. You know I don't eat before these shows. I don't either. Man, I'm, I'm so starving. hungry. That's why I keep playing all these calls when people talk about food, because I'm so hungry every time we record. I'm really hungry. That's not a really You're good. an Eggman. I am. What you... she's describing is a basic uh, omelet-making technique. She's yeah. essentially making an omelet. An omelet without a bunch of shit in it. Yeah, like the, the, is, the disc she's talking about is, you is, a, is an unfolded in. omelet. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, you could have a fucking. I like the simplicity of it. I like. Yeah, but I think that like if you added added some with the waffle, hmm. dog. If you put some like onions and green peppers and shit, I never want a green pepper. What about a red pepper? No. Yellow? No. Skip the peppers, maybe. Like if they're there, it's like all right. 
Okay, what if you put fucking bacon and cheddar in the in the omelet? Bacon's pretty good. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Do you have ingredients in your house? God, dude. Do I don't have do the have, waffles. You got waffles? I don't. I love a frozen waffle. I don't know why. Like, I like homemade, fresh-ass, good-ass waffles. Yeah. Like a, especially like a Belgian waffle. <sighs> the thing is, the thing about waffles and like the reason why it's smart, I think, that she's using uh, the frozen shits is that like waffles are pancakes with an extra tool, right? Like Yeah, with like cups. But I'm saying like you need the fucking waffle iron to yeah. make it happen. Otherwise, you just have pancakes. Yeah, and they're like they're like crisper and yeah, more suppose, crisp yeah. area. Ideally. Do you own a waffle iron? Yes. Let's fucking do it. My right. wife makes some killer waffles. Shit. Yo, I have this plan right now. Or what I'm gonna do next week mm-hmm. is maybe tomorrow. Oh. I'm gonna make like a legit like like if a McDonald's filet fish sandwich was like a People legit don't get to work sandwich. Tomorrow. Yeah, I know, dude. It's fucked up. It's awesome. Labor Day is all right. You know what I'll be doing? Laboring. Yeah, but I mean, you didn't work the past like four days. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> so, and. <laughs> and. That sounds like a good ass sandwich. I'll. So, yeah, I think that you and I can commit to trying this. For sure. I 100% can commit to trying this. Yeah. Do you want to get together? I, yes, and try this delicious idea. Okay. But do you want to just like go get the shit after this and we can. Yes. Okay. That sounds possibly really well. Yeah. I have to check. Do what you need to do. I got a lot of fish in the pond. That's not a saying. No. Fish. Got a lot of kites in the air. That's not a saying. No. But I like where you're going. Can you do three more? <laughs> <laughs> I got a little, I got a lot of doves at hand. Doves at hand. Yep. <laughs> I got a I got a lot of feet on the ground. Lots of feet on the ground. I got I got a lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of teeth in your mouth. <laughs> I got I got I got a lot of rows of teeth <laughs> in the mouth of life. In life's mouth. <laughs> this is so episode forty eight is a is a weird one. In the in the continuing <clears throat> inability to think of segues. Yeah. We're going to kick it over to call number four. Yo, Teletubbies, Big Ross back again. Hey. Calling to seek your advice. Okay. The other night, I decided to get out and bike on over to uh, Barton Creek Springs. Okay. And uh, take a, a dip. A refreshing refuge. This is what sounds like we don't pre-write it. <laughs> increasingly densely populated, beloved city. Yes, Austin. It's uh, it's like an oasis. It's really nice if you haven't been. <clears throat> However, I was there by myself, and fuck me if I didn't feel like that creepy dude, <laughs> the only one there by himself, walking about, swimming about. Meanwhile, you have all these uh, tweener types in their uh, swimwear. (laughs) Not that I was looking, mind you, but I could just envision the lifeguards breaking out their walkie-talkies, going, oh, look alive, people. We got a live one. Look alive, people. Susie, it looks like he's heading to your sector. Whoa. He's a pervy-looking one, all right. (laughs) Oh, man. Can you see both of his hands? What's he doing with his hands? <laughs> Susie, come in. Man, you really committed to this bit. Anyway, so I ask you, There's... Boris and Dave, should I resist the urge to next what? time 
I want to take a, a, a dip in the refreshing, refreshing refuge that is Barton Springs Creek, okay. or stay indoors, stay inside, listen to old episodes of Boris and Dave. Feel sorry for myself. That's what you should be listening to on what the way there. Do I do? <laughs> well, that's a that's a TFD and D callback you just yeah. did. First of all, I think you're overestimating the technical uh, sophistication of the Barton Springs the security network team. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I'll, next time you're there, go to somebody and ask, what sector am I in? <laughs> See what they do. <laughs> then you might get some action from the lifeguards. <laughs> what sector? Well, there's an easy answer to this, right? Bring a friend? Fucking suck it up, dude. You're, you're a, an assumed, I'm assuming, a white man in his 30s. Okay. Probably. It's fucking white dudes in their 30s can be creeps. You're not a creep. Don't act like a creep and don't worry about it. Don't. That's all you have to do. All you got to do is not be a creep. Don't be a creep. Yeah. Don't don't worry about it. If you're not there talking to anybody, don't even, it's not a thing, right? Do you, uh, I don't go to Barton Springs full stop. I don't go fucking swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't go swimming at all. Like when it rains really bad, I just don't go anywhere. Like in case I c- come across like a particularly deep puddle. <laughs> So the answer for this gentleman is to just don't be a creep when he goes to Barton Springs. It's that easy. It's kind of a rule for life. Yeah. It's like... I understand what he's talking about, though, because, like... Yeah, man, but you know what? I told you about me having to maintain a deadlock eye contact with myself in a mirror during yoga practice. Yeah, but the burden of having to do that is so much less than what, like, every other type of person in the world has to do. Yeah. That, let's not fucking complain about it, right? word yeah i'm not yeah. complaining about no, it i'm, I'm just, just saying. saying i don't yeah i get what he's saying and i totally understand i've been there yeah that's how you get over it is fucking don't worry about it don't worry about it because you're not gonna be you unless you're a creep and then fucking don't go to the yes stay home <laughs> also yes always be catching up on the back episodes of yeah word we have a lot there's 47 to catch up 47 this is 48 this is 48 we, we step down you are We're stepping uh, back up. I, I'm the Eddie Murphy to your Nick Nolte. All right. Is that like a Nick Nolte? <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> uh, I'm totally, I'm on tilt now. I don't know where I am. So uh, whenever we start an episode, we do some chit chat. Some like, we, we chit and then we chit. You know, get warmed up, loosen it up. And one of the very first things you told me was about a recent passing. Yes. R.I.P. Walter Becker. Call number one. Hey, dude. It's well. I got a bummer. I'm sorry. No bummers, though. But Walter Becker of the fantastic and notable and wonderful band Steely Dan passed away today. It's true. I wanted to do a jam in for my dude, for all the smooth hits, and for all the times that Steely Dan helped me feel good me feel sad it's all the things that great music that he made and helped produce and write and kill it for years did true so let's do asia the best ever the what best it ever was easy and ever is going to be in terms of just the most quintessential feel good feel sad drinking happy birthday Rest in peace, Walter Becker song that there will ever be. All right, my dudes. I love you both. You guys are kind of like my telephone, Steely Dan. So. Okay. Pass. Keep it smooth. <laughs>
like ending a call with keep it smooth yeah and then yeah keep it smooth is all you can really hope to do you know what i don't like i'm having i'm like a little i feel like i'm a little on tilt too i feel like a little harried yeah maybe i just need to chill out i don't give a fuck about stealing games my wife hates stealing but I've, I'm closer to that than I'm like big. I fuck with Steely Dan as the thing. I know this is like do. a problem with. I don't get it. It seems like the most boring, white, old white dude music in the world. And everybody's like, "Oh, is that the best? They're the best. At what they do? They're really amazing." But do you, is this really the time like, and the place on Walter on, on Walter Becker's death? Somebody's explained it to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't. No, I take it back. I don't hate him. Like, yeah, I have more anger in my body for fish. Really? Yeah. Working at a head shop, I heard a fucking lot of fish. Yeah, I, I could some Steely Dan. That. Steely Dan's fucking. It's fine. It's but it's so boring. I mean, it's the music of being. It's the thing about it is, it's a little bleary-eyed music of being kind of like it's like it's not sad it's like lightly melancholy yeah but it's like, it's like it's that's world such a fucking weary, boring way to be in a way yeah i can't stand it's it. the music it's the sound of being like elegantly wasted one too many times to really be yeah. elegant anymore like it feels so condescendingly fancy man <laughs> But the other thing is, they're fantastic musicians. That's what everybody says, and I fucking don't care. Fair enough. Like, you think a fantastic musician would put together a song that I couldn't say is kind of boring. <laughs> but every fucking Steely Dan song I've ever heard is kind of boring. I mean, like, I can't, I don't know. I don't know how to... What a long road it's been, Steely Dan. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I can't make you like Steely no. Dan is the thing. I think Steely Dan is the most polarizing band i know of and i hate that name just yeah i'm convincing myself that i like steely dan even less than i started this conversation you don't like with. steely dan like because of it's named after a vibrator and no, chevy just, chase just was in like the, band. the two words chevy, what yeah chevy chase was in steely dan <laughs> what i never knew that yeah for sure i for sure don't like steely dan <laughs> fuck steely dan forever man that's r.i.p <laughs> My God, whose name I would have known. Had you said so-and-so died without any... And I didn't read the internet? You oh, know, I have no idea who you're talking about. Here's my thing. is like, I was gonna do a jam out that was like, fucking, let's do, you know, Uptown Baby. Or like one of those songs that has famously sampled Steely Dan. Mm-hmm. Like, De La Soul, I Know, or uh, or, or, or Uptown Baby by Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. There's also Gas Drawls by uh, MF Doom. But I love Steely Dan, but I, and I'm like, R.I.P. Walter Becker, That's that sucks. Yeah. Um, Towns of People Dying sucks. It That sucks. Uh, Talking about a band sucking, that does not reflect my feelings about human beings. <laughs> I just... I think maybe instead of... It's a bummer he spent his whole life doing a shitty thing. (laughs) Damn, talk. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. But so with every death, there's a rebirth. So maybe we should go... You should be jammed out with something entirely new. Okay. So let's do that. This song is called Ain't It by Zeke or Zeus. Everybody, you'll fall for this you been trapping all night like a fool, ain't it? You the one that dropped them bodies in the news, ain't it? You just wrecked the fender, then you got a new one, ain't it? You just look like me, but you started that too, ain't it? 
They don't let me in the clubs cause I'm too dangerous. I might be a fucking bouncer in the news. Nah, you the one to do that. You a shooter, ain't it? Oh yeah, you a killer and a robber and the coolest, ain't it? Smart Cambridge, yeah, you hard pavement. You stay down basement. I fuck with this one. You a killer, but don't push you, huh? This right here. Well, I'ma cook you like a noodle, bro. Oh yeah. I could get little butter here to ruin you. I'm into it. That was ain't it. Welcome aboard, Zeke or Zeus. R.I.P. Walter Becker. Yeah, it's always a bummer to lose somebody that yeah. like does a thing that you like. For sure. What did you think about Ain't It? I liked it. Is it one of this one of those that just keeps that tone throughout the whole thing? Yeah, that was it. Like it's a minute and a half long. Oh, was, that's yeah. great. Yeah, man. I like a nice. Yeah, get in, get out. It, it's like something like, oh, I gotta get to this song. But it's like <laughs> if that's in a mix, that's a great have a, on a mix song. This, which is, that's really what I'm trying to make with this show my portion of what i do on this show i think you're trying to stitch together a mix yeah one long mix excellent stitch mix a stitch mix you might say a couple episodes back we had someone who uh had a lot to say about the coincidences in their life or i saw as coincidences and you and the caller agreed is more there's more to it than what you're saying yeah uh well she's back cool call number two and lightning quick today Hi, this is Sarah from Ashland calling back again. Um, Welcome back. I was able to listen to your guys' response on episode 46 of my last call. And first, I just wanted to respond to the synchronicity of your guys' responses, which is that you brought up Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut which I happen to own an autographed copy of. Nice. And my oldest child's middle name is Vonnegut. Whoa. Um, so that was amusing to me. And uh, second, you know, just your comments that I should write a book. Um, I've kind of always agreed with that. And most people have um, who've heard these sagas of my days of our lives, uh, <laughs> life stories. But I did want to call and tell you first a story that leads to the extra synchronicity past the age of seven for me, which is um, uh, I told you I was adopted and I never actually knew my birth father and my paternal side of my family. And I obviously knew that that existed. Um, And I knew that I had at least one brother and sister um, from my birth father who I'd never met or seen. And in my 20s, um, I got a correct last spelling of my birth father's last name. And at the same general time, I was probably about 23, I got my first MySpace account and was sitting up late one night wondering what one does with a MySpace account and searched for my brother's name as I thought it was. Um, First with like his name was Steve, and so I searched for Stephen with a PH, Steve, and then Stephen with a V. And this account came up with the profile picture, and I looked at it and was like, that's my brother. Weird. And it was uh, very, and it turned out it was my brother. Um, and when he finally replied back to my message, he listed off eight other siblings from eight? my birth father. Dude. And later when I met one Birthday of those sisters, Christina. Um, I was hanging out with her and showing her photo album of my other family, my 
both my adopted and my biological maternal family. And she sees this picture of my little sister who's on my maternal side and says, I know her. And it turns out that my little sister from my birth mother had met my little sister from my birth father years before I ever knew of my birth family on my paternal side. That's weird. So that's pretty wild. This is also in the Portland area, which is obviously millions of people as opposed to the hundreds of thousands where I live in Jackson County. So anyways, I just thought I'd share that with you and appreciated your guys' response. And um, yeah, hopefully I'll call back again soon. Have a good night. Whoa, hopefully. Like that puts the onus on us. Yeah, yeah. It's up to you. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. <laughs> Birth dad be fucking. Birth dad fucks. Birth dad didn't wrap that up. Birth dad isn't trying to hear that noise. <laughs> That's yo, that I I'm a little I'm a little confused in that. How do you know? I guess I'm confused. I don't know. This is why you need to write a book because I'm confused. Like 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 because you're aware of certain paternal side siblings but not so you're like you know what I'm saying? Like you're aware yes. of the identity of your paternal yes. father at an earlier point, but not yes, but she didn't know like his correct like, spelling. Yeah, maybe he has a difficult to spell last name. Yeah, she never got the full story for since she was adopted. She didn't like right. her mom didn't tell her or something. Yeah, I mean, I, our issue is we don't have the timeline. Yeah, we need a full on like infographic. Yeah, my real question though is, mm-hmm. how'd you like that MySpace? <laughs> what were you doing on MySpace? Though? Zero things. You never got on MySpace. No, I like took a hard line early that i don't fucking i don't fucking socially mediate i uh i thought there wasn't it, a reason well, it, like i mean you didn't want to dilute the, I just you didn't feel, want I to feel, dilute the brand well no i mean like i mean that's partly yeah that has something to do with it but like was it more the it's a little bit tinfoil hat that my deal about it which is that like you know they're like one like if you know if you're not paying for that product it's because you're the product like yeah and that's always never really sat right with me two i don't like like the idea of like willfully submitting to like this voluntary surveillance thing yes it skeeves me out on a on a personal level okay so yours is more you're not interested in people knowing shit about you than it is you don't really give that much of a shit about what everybody else is up to because it's usually one or the one or the other right i guess i mean it's not that i don't see the value in it i fully do you know Mm -hmm. um on a professional level i've you know I've professionally, you know, uh, how to say this, like manage social media networks for companies. Like it's not a thing I'm unfamiliar with. It just feels invasive to me on a personal level. But how did you rank your friends numerically? (laughs) It also feels like it's like, I don't know. I don't want to like presume a fucking larger system, uh, but it does seem like, well, I guess in order to like data mine a human population, what we need to do is appeal to their own sense of narcissism. And like, that seems like the most base possible instinct and i don't know it's fucking gross to me (laughs) like you fucking you sell your narcissism in order to become part of this gross thing i don't know whatever i remember i don't want to come across as like a shithead who's like you're an asshole if you're on social media like it can clearly help your like lives and professional lives like as it has you know sarah's and my own well that's the thing it's like it's it's inevitable now it's like you know there's no it it affects everybody's life somehow you know like even if you're not doing it yourself sure it's part of every business it's part of everything there's no getting away from it i just thought it was interesting that how early that you decided you don't want to be yeah you wanted to distance as much as you could and then i was thinking i remember distinctly getting on myspace and someone having a post and it being like three paragraphs long and i'd be like man that's way too much yeah it's like it's a lot is that when i first started like not being able to take that much information yeah maybe 
like and then twitter was like whoo perfect well there's all that stuff about how like before the widespread literacy the human capacity for memory was like insane yeah and then then there became uh you know an external mode of storage which is reading and writing and then like that which diminished so we didn't need those that capacity anymore yeah. so it atrophied right i think the same thing is happening with knowing anything about anybody <laughs> yeah, or knowing anything about anything that you can verify like it. i still off the top of my head only know three three phone numbers yeah four four i know my own i know a few and one of them is like where my mom used to work like five years ago <laughs> I, yeah. can, I can call the gas company in my hometown if i need to weird yeah i could order you a pizza in my hometown yeah no problem <laughs> Yeah, there's no new numbers. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I remember, I mean, I remember, like, the last one I memorized was my wife's. Because, you know how, like, you have to have it memorized. Yeah. <laughs> my wife and I went and got phone, new phones together at yeah. one point. And you are both like. And we got, like, yeah. almost matching phone numbers. So we could. Nice. So it's easy to remember. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I felt really smart at the time when I did it. Like, I've got an idea. This way we won't forget each other's phone number. What were you doing? What was popping on MySpace in your life? Oh man, I loved a, I loved MySpace. Yeah, I fucking I, I like my my heyday was really more an AOL chat. Like, yeah, I'm an old man. Right, I I, I came of age in the computer era. AOL chat. Yo, I think chat rooms should come with like by. strangers, like doing like yeah, brought together by special shared special interest. Yeah, like I'll go to the movies channel. Yeah, and just for talk sure. about fucking movies with strangers. Yeah, and like in hindsight, everybody was pretty nice. Yeah, well, like, yeah, that's super true. Like I got asked if I was my age, my sex, and my loca- my location every ten seconds of yeah. your life. Yeah. But let's just close that window. That was all. Thick. Want a cyber? It always ASL first. Yeah, because you got to cover your bases. You really do. Yeah, uh, I think that that there's a space for that in the the internet world now. What is that place now? I mean, now it's Twitter. Yeah, and but it's, is, there, is there a lot of talking to strangers about stuff? It seems like it. I, and I think and I think Twitter is like an ineffective, unfocused chat room. Ultimately, I made the decision the other day to prune my Twitter down Ooh. to where I almost removed everybody that I know in real life. Can that be the name of your solo album? Prune my Twitter down. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I got a, like guitar. <laughs> Whale right at the end of that. Like I, I removed like almost everybody that I know in my day to day life. Why? Even me? I'm not using that for that. Well, you you don't tweet about your life as much as you just tweet shit that you think of. Right. I've decided I'm not using it to keep up with friends. Huh. I'm using it for news. Okay. And I'm using it for people that are funny saying funny things. What about your funny friends? If they talk about themselves, like Yeah. Here's my thoughts about my job list. Oh yeah, I don't thread. Who does that? Like, do people do that? Yeah, dude. But shit like that, where people are just posting like, "Here's the thing this person said to me at the store." It's like, man, I don't need that shit. What if it's something hilarious? It doesn't matter. It's got to. You're out. Really? I think so. So like, all right. Hmm. There's plenty of other social networks that I can keep up with people's day to day bullshit. What do you do that with? When like what Facebook platform? and fucking having conversations? Oh right. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I think that's that's where I'm going. Is like using them specifically for specific things it would be nice if social media platforms were not trying all of them to be all things to all people yeah this is a boring fucking discussion it sure is (laughs) cruising towards the end of the episode too (laughs) oh good uh God yeah, it's like, damn! Yeah, like it's let's too, just be a fucking two old dudes talking about it's like kind of, how we interface no, with social media it, platforms. It, it incorrectly. Can't be, it can't be everything every time. <laughs> fuck! Jesus Christ! It's a weird. Day. Let's go have waffle sandwiches, dude. Let's get the fuck out of here. I gotta pee pretty bad. That's been telefriends. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> we got one more. Thanks, Taku. Facebook, Twitter. 
Yeah, Thanks so yeah, we're not going to fucking interface with you keep, on Twitter, it calling. turns out, but like, if you want to hit us up, like, <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. I mean, it's, it's shit, the second somebody starts talking about me, I'm fucking in. Yeah? Like, if they come like, hey, tell a friend, I'm like, yes, please. Hello! <laughs> right, right here. As long as SoundCloud's around, you can comment directly on the second of a thing. The, the very second that pisses you off about Steely Dan. Yeah, you can type, what the fuck, Steely Dan rules. Yeah. And I'll respond. Will you, though? I've been responding. Word? Yeah. How's that going? It's fun. All right. No one ever responds to me, so it's like, <laughs> interesting. You just keep last wording Words everybody. Words to a well. <laughs> you know? uh, it's like I'm standing in a field and like a bottle lands at my feet from a passing plane. And I <laughs> take the note out and it says, you're a dick. And I just go, fuck you. <laughs> I have to assume they hear me. <laughs> that was, man, that was vivid. <laughs> yeah so uh, uh we think we, we i uh, thanks taku for the use of his things i'm supposed to do off his album do what you love it's awesome it's the fucking best i uh mentioned my if you see any payphones in the world get that number get that number two Let three oh four five one eight jams jams and uh you gotta where you at yeah of course the same where you at word kelly it counts where you at where you at where are you at you can't come on so strong with so many great calls in a row and then knock them out us. the park it's weird. At least say goodbye. Or something. It does feel like. But, as always, yeah. we don't leave them with the thank yous. No. We'll leave them with the last call. Except for last time we didn't do that. Except for the times we don't. <laughs> <laughs> call number here is six. Oh, well, welcome oh, to another episode of Name That Film. I'm your host, Gummo Fredsworthy, and as Gummo always, Fredsworthy. if our contestants are unable to make up a name for the film I describe, <clears throat> I will be soundly scolded. Let's begin. Okay. Our protagonist is the only kid at his high school who hasn't developed superpowers yet, oh, which man. means he may be relegated to the role of a sidekick. All right, 30 seconds on the clock. Contestants at the ready? Oh, let's name that film. It's not a comedy. No, he's it's not a comedy. It's called The Powers That Be. It's called Heights. It's called Sidekick High School Pun. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Okay, okay, it's called <clears throat> Stupid Powers. Powerless. Mm. Mm. I like the powers that be better than powerless if we're going that way. Kicking it. Sidekicking, that is. And like the poster's just like him leaning against like a thing, like shrugging, like people with powers doing shit all around him. Kicking back. And he's just like, what? What about kicking back? Because he's like relaxing, but then he also has to, you know, fight yeah. back. That would be a double entendre, is what I'm saying oh, to you. I love French. <laughs> All right, let's get away from kicking. Let's okay. see if there's something else there. Famous sidekicks, Robin. Yep. Bucky. You're Bucky. I mean, we could play up the fact that like they're going to die. It could be like a movie that's a series of this guy barely escaping with his life throughout the thing. Who else is a good sidekick? Fallout Boy. Who else is? Uh... Was Jubilee a sidekick? Yeah, probably. Wolverine had a thing for... Yeah, he had a weird thing going for a minute there. Lady sidekicks, where he would show him the ropes. Like, every X-Man of note has has their hanging out with Wolverine story. The best one's Rogue, by the way. Yeah? Yeah. Why? It's very early when she joins. They go to Japan and get into Wolverine shenanigans. And she's the only one who's she's like, 
nobody knows this shit about Wolverine that she knows. Whoa. Like yeah. what? Just like he has all these Japanese connections and it's really good. It's all about how he can't, he feels like he can't trust her. He's at high school. Everyone has superpowers. Everybody but him. Powerless high. Because there was Sky High. Not so high. This school. movie exists, doesn't it? Isn't this movie called fucking Sky High? Probably. Not this so movie, high school. Like, because in Sky High. That sounds like a weed movie. It's not. It's a fucking like. Yeah, I know. It's a superpower high school. Yeah. There's probably kids. And like the kid doesn't fucking, fucking have the superpower or some shit. Yeah. This movie's called Sky High. It's called Sky High 2. Still high. <laughs> Sky High 2. Higher than ever. 420 blaze it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we nailed it. Next week's 49. Yo, next week's 40 fucking nine. Do you have a favorite uh, Sublime song? <laughs> it's a fucking it's a dangerous proposition. <laughs> of course, everybody's got a favorite Sublime Which song. Which one? But no one likes Sublime. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite? I don't remember the fucking names of any of these songs. Maybe it was Santeria. Oh, fuck, I hate Sublime. <laughs> Man, I've heard a lot of Sublime in this my This song life. is called Santeria. It's by uh, Clovis the 14th. They're tricking me into... I would never lead you down that road, my guy. What if I said prison rape or whatever that one song's called? <laughs> that song's called date rape. Date rape, that's it. Oh. I went deep cuts this time around, man. Last, like, we've been playing some, like, known-ass jams. with some feelings do you want to get some lunch this robot fucking suck starving yeah i'm hungry all right next week 49 yeah